if you looked at what we did in the day, it was all really nice. You know, lovely, like, creative morning, doing loads of, like, crazy shit with paints and cardboard and um, and everyone's having a great time. It's really fun. And then in the afternoon, they were really, like, playing together with Lego for ages. And so I was like, okay, cool. I reckon I can probably, like, in the same room as them, do a bit of, like, sewing. So I was literally looking for the stuff to set it all up and thinking, oh, they're really happy. I'll just go upstairs and get the stuff. And then Buda comes up going, you need to come down now because we, you was really sad because her thing smashed. And, you know, so it's like, oh, fucking hell. It's just that moment. As soon as you think you can do something, they're like, uh, no, excuse me, no. We literally want you to stand there doing nothing, waiting for us to need you. Okay. Oh, I saw a really good. Oh, I'm going to try and find it now. Um, because I saw someone had shared in one of the forest school groups. Um, I'm into the podcast now, just mentally. Uh, so, Tom Richardson was in nursery management today, and he what he won the category of Forest School for Nursery Magazine Awards. Right, right. runs runs a Forest Kindergarten. Um, disagree with some of the, some of the thing, but there's a really good bit where he's written that he thinks leaders should be on tap, not on top. Mm. so he's then then he exp- expands it into you know you should be there ready to provoke and question and do whatever but not on top of the play and yeah. i was like oh on tap not on top is is quite a nice he's only in he's just over the border into cornwall and says he run, and says he runs five nurseries or he's part of part of five nurseries which is um it's not naturally learning is it it is naturally learning yeah 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 yeah, yeah. He's got a big beard as well. That's, mm. He's got a beard and hair, which made me, you know, it's not fair. You're not allowed both. Well, if you had, if you had both, then it would be you'd be too similar. So you know, you need a different look. Well, um, I, yes, but I think that that's very true, and that is basically what. But I that's do draining. On a daily that's draining. Basis. as being on tap. It, is that's draining. Exactly, it, it is exhausting because you get no. It's completely selfless. Do you know what I mean? Like it's and it's more rewarding. This is definitely true. It's harsh, but it's more rewarding in a lot of ways to do it for other people's children than your own, because you mm. don't you. It's just that get one money. step removed. You get money. Yeah, well, you get money, <laughs> obviously, and you get some. You get more feedback because you're you're doing it like it's more special for the children that you're working with so they give they provide you more immediate feedback in terms of like spontaneously kind of saying this is fun or do you know what I mean like it's more of an event for them and also you get feedback from their families where they'll say oh yeah so and so the other day they loved that thing they came home and talked about it um and you yeah and you get paid for it and you're usually doing it with somebody else so and I think it's uh, partly as well it's more content isn't it is that you are bringing the content if you like of your experiences and ideas and worldview and then a child is bringing their experiences and content and worldview and what you're doing is going oh I didn't know about that thing I didn't know about that thing but like when you're all together all the time essentially it's like did you know yeah I was there (laughs) (laughs) oh and did you know yeah I was there when we watched it as well (laughs) and did can we i know i was there like Mm. there's no differentiating at the moment between your experiences and that anyone else's experience in your household so you've got very little to share and converse with 
it's it's all homogenized yeah. and that is hard yeah I do it is I mean it's obviously easier outside anyway from everyone's perspective but I kind of feel like when we're outside in a natural place then I feel like I do have a bit more to offer in that regard especially with um you know another child staying with us who I don't see all the time it's like oh there's this flower or there's that bird or whatever and people do actually go oh right okay I didn't know that Um, I think that's one of the things isn't it you realize I mean we've said for a long time haven't we that the environment is one of the one of the teachers um and you realize how much input that teacher was giving when you strip it away completely and you go like oh just be with someone you're like well but they haven't got that thing to climb or that that thing to see is growing or that you know they can't notice that you know oh god I'm actually rubbish at this (laughs) (laughs) or you you, you know you're not used to going from it's almost like you're working constantly from a running start you're just arriving at a wheel that's already turning whereas do you know what I realized today I haven't done the maths but um let me do the maths now quickly four four, five six seven eight nine roughly okay so roughly my routine before this was waking up at half four and going mm-hmm. to the gym and driving to the woods and doing a bit of doing a bit of prep and all of that stuff but that's all solo right nobody's there at half four when I go to the gym nobody's there in the woods when I get there so my normal routine involves waking up and it being roughly six hours before I talk to another human wow wow that is my normal that is my yeah. daily routine up to now Jesus Christ, they're there when you wake up, aren't they? Yeah. Holy. And that's yeah. such a, you know, it's not like, oh, I, you know, I wake up at eight and then I start working at, you know, I wake up at seven, get everybody ready and I start work at nine. Like I am used to six hours minimum of so- solitary confinement mm. a day and I'm now on nothing. Yeah. Except for, you know, obviously now I'm working. I've got a very supportive wife. Yeah. who is dealing with uh, juniper can crawl my little girl can crawl i know i saw she's been very excited um and now we have to put stair gates and watch her and move yeah. everything up two foot which has been great Amazing. yeah this is uh yeah it's kind of fun and and frustrating at the same time you know you, yeah. you t- I think that's the thing isn't it with a early very early development is you are very much playing catch up with yourself of like oh, okay I've just about got used to not a static static baby you know she could sit up and she could play with the thing that was great she's moving now I well, hang on you know yeah. and, then and you're like on. encouraging them and going yeah 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 and then they could do it and you're like oh shit <laughs> they can do it now Damn oh it. well she has a really interesting thing of like she can crawl and will crawl but she just needs to be crying all the time while she crawls so she sat there she's perfectly happy and then she just like starts moving and is like this is horrible this is hot like someone's making her do it is really no one is you know yeah but she just has this like so our house has this like white noise of a a whining crawling child Uh moving around at the moment which is Another one of those things, isn't it? Have you realised that just how much sound you take in or are used to or are, you know, 
it's yeah. um trying to find I was, this i was thinking that um a lot of what i'm feeling and i'm sure lots of people are feeling right now who normally work outdoors is um like your brain chemicals completely adapting to a more indoor life mm. so like light levels like air quality um temperature all those different atmospheric conditions really affect your brain and your mood mm. and in the same way as it probably took me a good long while to adapt to working outdoors it's a reversal of that of that process and it's really i think mucking with the yeah the like chemical levels in my brain the hormones and that, stuff that's one of my fears i think that i've once i uh, could verbalize it i realized that it's kind of irrational but um was that i take a lot of pride and my ego is is hung on this idea that I can be outside, I can go to the gym for two hours, I can then work outside for six to eight hours, and and that's a, a day. And I yeah. sort of had to have a bit of a word with myself and go, there is a good chance that you are going to have to taper your return back to work. Mm -hmm. Even even if all of the sessions start back up, I need to just think about the fact that I am probably losing the ability to work as much or as long as I yeah. was working before and you know I think everybody's focused on children and thinking like oh a lot of people sorry are focused on children and going you know will there be a scaled back going to school and will they take this into account and actually we probably need to be thinking about it for ourselves as well and going yeah do we you know everyone's uh, a lot of people will be desperate to get earning again, but I think yeah. a lot of people might hit a wall and go, okay, yeah. I'm going to go straight back into it. And you're like, okay, well, you were working five days a week. Now you've not done any work for three months. You cannot go back to yeah. bang five days a week. I'm going straight yeah, back absolutely. in. Absolutely. I can remember um, when I, so I started working with you in like September, didn't I? And then mm -hmm. I started doing schools in January and so that was my like busy time and then it kind of scaled up about six months after that and just when I started doing schools as well I used to get on Friday I literally could not move from the sofa I was so tired it was like being pregnant I was insane and then um and then still doing the same routine I just gradually didn't I was mm. completely fine and now even if we have like a really like cold day in the woods or a really active day in the woods I might be a bit tired but nowhere near as much as I was you know four years ago whenever it was when I first started so yeah I think you're right I think there will be a bit of a sort of shock to the system of of um being outside all the time but it feels oh, yeah. at the moment like uh yeah it's like an atrophying isn't it it's like an atrophying of like muscles and fitness but also of um yeah just your body adjusting to just being in a completely different environment for most of the time and the weather's been great obviously and so mm -hmm. we've been outdoors more than we might have been at this time of year but even still it's like oh god it's like being, it's like um it's like weaning off of drugs isn't it it's almost like nature is a drug and you're kind of like high on it all the time and Whoa, then man. you're just like weaning off it and it's high days and low days and yesterday was like a low day 
even though I really liked the fact that it was raining, I looked outside and I was like, oh, this is really lovely. But even that made me want to be in the woods even more. I wonder if that's what makes it difficult is, you know, people say that actually if you can quit something cold turkey, binary, you do it and you don't. Mm. In some ways that is easier. I have heard, I wouldn't want to belittle anyone's addictions or mental health or anything, but I have heard that mental health things like bulimia and anorexia and um and even um sexual addictions can be really difficult because if you're addicted to cocaine the 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 end result is you never take cocaine again and so you and and it's easy to get to that point but if you're uh, addicted to sex then it's unreasonable to say you get to a point where you never have sex again or or that you never eat again you have to eat and equally we have to go outside and that makes it even harder because we're still getting that that little bit of like I remember this and all this is great that euphoria of like I know about this and I can go for a walk and I can do all these things and then you know it's more let's say it's difficult in a different way than than just going I know longer yeah yeah and it reminds you and so you're like um, you're out and you see something cool and then you're like, oh, there's no one to share this with, man. There's like no, you know, there's no group. I know I can think of some people that if they were here, they'd be really excited by this thing that's happening. Would well, um, you know what? That, that That is a neat segue. You won't have seen this. And um, uh, I'm well, we can do this publicly. I'm going to apologise if you don't like what I have done. But I have put together a a post on facebook that is ways of being connected that are not damaging to the forest school ethos and i have put tips out to other to to the community because (laughs) i felt like i i I felt like i felt a bit of responsibility in that we all me and you and nick and charlie had that conversation before where we kind of said we shouldn't be doing craptivities and we shouldn't be doing this and i was like i don't know that i've been positive or proactive enough of going this is what you should this is what I believe is okay to do or or, or is beneficial to do and one of the things that I've written as I said we should still be learner-led so if we came across an activity beforehand you know when we were running sessions Mm -hmm. um, and you were like that is perfect for Jimmy Jones Bimbleton right you know jimmy jones bimbleton and um we wouldn't then go all groups this week must do the activity this -hmm. is the only activity that's happening this week what we do is we might at some point go hey i saw this i wondered if jimmy joe bimbleton's wants to have a a crack at it in a quiet moment and we can still do that with those resources we still have the access to email and to facebook and to social media for all those children if we see something that particularly jumps out as jimmy jones bimbleton there's Mm -hmm. no reason that we can't directly send an email to his parents or to his family and say i i remember that so and so was really into this i wonder if that it doesn't need to be a public display and i think that's that's one of the things that i think is different from going here's an activity you can all do where we all make this thing part of that is that is that wider social element of performance and that is what i think sort of rubs me the wrong way and it's that it's that you're putting it up and you're possibly you know it's not possible to make enough distinction of this is not for everyone mm-hmm. but if you were on the receiving end of an email that said 
I, the educator, I'm still thinking about your child so personally that mm-hmm. here is a, an activity just for them. Mm-hmm. That's got to be better for social connection. That's got to be get better for maintaining a relationship than just going, here you all are, roll, to- roll a toilet roll in birdseed. Mm. You know? Yeah. So yeah. I think that that is a thing we can still do. If we still see a thing, sorry, there is a, um, I'm looking out my window and in the, you know, the big hedge at the back of my garden. Mm-hmm. So there are a pair of pigeons nesting in there and we can mm-hmm. see, we just see them like land on the top of the hedge with a big stick and then disappear into, mm. I don't know what kind of, bushes. but anyway, um, so it's just come in with like, you know, when a dog tries to go through a fence with a stick that's too big, <laughs> this pigeon is holding a stick that is maybe 12 inches and is trying to get it into the hedge and just mm-hmm. like can't quite work out. Um, but shall I, can I read you the other things that I put on this and yeah. we can talk them through and you can go, oh God, you haven't put that out, have you? Sure. So the first one I put is that if you're going to do something, call the project outside with Mr. or Mrs. whatever, like outside with Gemma or... Yeah. Um, uh, uh, Bimbleton Primary Nature Connection, right? Mm-hmm. Because I do think we've got a, an. Uh, if you want to still be making content and and still be putting that stuff out, it doesn't serve the it doesn't serve a purpose to muddy the waters even more for non forest school people to go. But I thought forest school was those videos that you did, and I thought those things. Yeah. You go, no, that was outside with Gemma. Yeah. For forest school is the sessions that we do, and I think. Because I'm aware that for a lot of people, you know, we said broadly we would talk about mental health. And I think for a lot of people, being productive right now is really important to yep. our mental health. So I wouldn't for a second say, like, you can't do that. That's not a way to do it. You're not allowed to make a video for your children. But I think those two things that I just, the two bits that I've just said tie together in it. If you want to make a video and share it with your children, that's very different to making a a massively public thing that says I can put this activity out for all children in the UK um, worldwide even and go this is forest school in a garden if you just Mm. you know the slight tweak of oh it's you know primary Bimbleton's nature connection videos fine then you're not at all muddying forest school meetings uh, forest school ethos I have suggested that people host a Zoom meeting with their fa- with families in their network, but I have made the point that they, they don't think that is a chance to do a Zoom meeting where you then go, here is how you roll birdseed around a toilet roll. That is a chance where you share what you've been doing, maybe share a book, have a chat. The, treating it as an equal platform rather than a webinar, all eyes on me, mm-hmm. what must we do? Yeah these things yeah this is one that i have done this afternoon create a social hashtag so we have a hashtag which is mm-hmm. cotf family mm-hmm. which means that people can now use that hashtag on stuff they're doing even if it's i don't care if it's not outside right if you want to mm-hmm. show me some of the kids that come to our sessions and you want to show me that they've made breakfast for the first time yeah. i will i will be just as interested in that yeah. as or they've built a lego house right and they want to just be like hey let's show Lewis and Gemma I will still yeah. enjoy that it doesn't have to be we found a bug yeah, I think, yeah. and some and, families were doing that before anyway weren't they do you remember yeah. we, we were getting texts and photo messages from like especially children that we hadn't seen for a while or those that we used to look after a lot and then um, have moved on and uh, parents were just sending us little little texts and photos oh, yeah. of things they'd 
made which were not necessarily very forest school related um yeah that's lovely and 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 then the next point that i've put this is the last one kind of ties into it which is that i think it's important that we remember that forest school as an ethos is holistic yeah and if you genuinely are going i want to share resources to help families rolling a toilet roll tube in birdseed might not be their top priority right now if you can be a uh you know most most of us are very well educated and you know have these degrees or to, you know know about child development and stuff and we probably all deep down know that one afternoon of nature craft might not be the top priority right now maybe you see something about how to maintain a routine or you see something about um what to do if your children have got sensory needs while they're indoors or something about carving you know carving out family time those are all just as relevant if not more so than yeah. hey does anyone want to do this tree quiz because Definitely. because you're narrowing down your niche and you're and you're again doing a disservice to go forest school is only about nature yeah. and forest school is about nature but it's also about everybody as a holistic person and going actually what my community needs right now is probably you know a bit of news on which uh shops are open or <laughs> they need a bit of news about do, do you know what i mean those yeah. those things are more of a priority and you don't want to just be barking on about your own soapbox you know standing up on your own soapbox and going um actually excuse me uh robins like you want <laughs> you want to be a three-dimensional person and we've said before that that is one of the hardest things about our jobs is that when you're uh, an educator in a child's life you are privy to and in some ways not responsible for but you're you're involved in more than just the two hours that they come to the woods mm-hmm. you know and so I think it's important that we remember that now and think well how can I help if you genuinely want to help the families in your community, think about the help they need, not about the help you want to give. Mm. Yeah, it's a bit of a balance, isn't it? It's a balance of, um, like you saying, you know, if if keeping busy and productive is going to help you as a person, as a human, as a practitioner, then no one should be denying you that. But you also don't want to be overloading your families with stuff that actually isn't helping them and maybe is making uh anybody feel like oh we should be doing this i feel like um um i've often i've kind of thought this spontaneously and then i read so i basically the most useful thing that's been sent to me from the kids school um was a thing from the senko a couple of days ago um and it was like a kind of mental health toolkit and i just mm-hmm. sort of glanced at it and uh there's a section on like the words should and must and so if you kind of tune into your interior monologue, which is another thing that I'm, I'm sure other people as well as me are experiencing, which is where you've got so much more time with the voice in your head now than when oh, you're working. Yeah. Holy moly. So then you really listen to it and you're like, oh, OK, what is it actually saying? And if it's going, you should be doing this or you must do that before blah, 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 before this time or before the end of the day, you should be. And especially like, you know you are knocked down you should be being creative you should be using this time to learn a new skill you should be reading you should be doing career development stuff you should be getting mm. in touch with the families that really miss you you know and um if you let that voice take over oh my gosh it's so 
like damaging and so awful and so I'm kind of also aware of you know spamming nature connection stuff or activity stuff at families and then making them have that should voice and go oh god yeah I really should be making sure my child has more you know they're missing their forest school and it's really important to them and it's a massive part of their life so I should be providing that I should be uh, watching the videos from forest school and you know trying to recreate that for them because they're missing it and I should be being their kind of stand-in forest school practitioner and all that kind of stuff and so I think that's you know I certainly feel that way from some of the stuff that's been sent to us from school that isn't about mental health you know about just schoolwork kind of related and I'm sure lots of parents are feeling that um so I think that's another thing to kind of bear in mind do you know what I mean Mm. Um, you're asking we're asking parents to wear a lot of hats and a lot of hats not not just a lot of hats for their children's sake you know the role of teacher the role of senko the role of whatever is is being put on parents but also we're asking parents to put on more hats for themselves in terms of just you know how do you maintain a household how do you maintain your you know relationship whatever that looks like at the moment how do you do all of that and yeah you know we don't want to be responsible for yeah I mean it's guilt tripping isn't it it's putting another way it it could be a massive guilt trip of you know you're you should be doing this and you should be doing that yeah and um there's that thing of kind of fitting your own gas mask first isn't there so you know if making staying productive and making some great connections with your families whilst on lockdown is really helping you mentally um and you've thought about it carefully and you want to do it then great but um personally for me like I'm thinking about our families all the time but I am not in a place mentally where I can connect with them right now I Mm. I keep and that's another of the should voices in my head like I keep thinking I really should hold a zoom meeting with so and so so and so and so and so in a group and maybe like we could tell a story together or play a game and I keep having that should voice in my head and I'm I'm imagining having those conversations but um but I feel like I'm still in a grieving situation where I can't I can't make that step right now and hopefully Mm. in a few weeks then I'll feel in a place where I can do it without getting too sad um and i said to you didn't i on the the last um fsa webinar which um, is such a great idea and the webinars are um you know fab that they're happening but i had to i had to just log out because the conversation was about how we stay in touch with our families and our learners during lockdown and um i could quite happily listen to people speak about it but when it came to me speaking about it I felt like I was gonna either cry or be sick <laughs> so I had to just leave and um and I think it's just about like accepting where you are isn't it and owning those feelings of sadness and grief and anger and negativity and going okay well I feel like that I, I'm not gonna pretend that I'm not feeling like that and go at like plow on through and zoom call some some of our families when I'm not feeling it um because I feel like that's what I should do I'm just gonna sink into it just let it you know absorb and know that it'll pass which is Mm. really hard but definitely I think the right thing to do if you're feeling really low is just to kind of like own that feeling and name it um and uh and accept it because the more you try and smother it and go no no it's all fine I'm you know I should be very lucky like the weather's really nice and you know I'm not at work so that's great and you know that's not healthy to kind of smother it over with uh, it's wallpapering isn't it it's wall- yeah it's it's just wallpapering over the cracks which yeah y- you're right we shouldn't 
I mean, I think that's, that that's where it, it there might be a bit of a divide because for some people listening, they will still be um, being paid by by a school or by an organisation. Yeah. So there's an expectation that they are still doing their work, and that you know there, there's all those things, isn't there? We we are we it sounds very stupid to say we are in some ways very lucky that you and I run the business ourselves and so when we made the biz- the decision to close we also got to make the decision about we get entirely uh the decision on how much we do or don't um yeah you know do any more yeah. work while we're closed um but that is not a that is not a decision that everybody will have no. um and I think so, so part of why I was putting putting those ideas together was uh, I think I was uh, possibly imagining someone who who needs to still be producing something needs mm. to still be earning because that is a, again that's a massive concern for people at the moment is earning in any yeah. way yeah. Um, and so that need to earn but uh, you know you, you don't always you don't maybe need to um, cut off your nose maybe is is yep. is a way of looking at it that yes we might survive and and get some short-term benefits from making something that's hey for a school videos for a school um zoom meetings but actually long term we're going to suffer then because you've got to argue back the you know the genie's out of the bottle if yeah. you like yeah um and and lots of people who i think it has changed a lot of people's viewpoints and I'm not saying that it's not valid to change your viewpoint. Um, but I think one of the things that I'm interested in is watching people who maybe three months ago would have had very strong views on, I don't think you should be doing that. That's not for a school. I don't, I don't agree with that way of connecting with children Probably three months ago, how many people could you have talked to and said, do you think children should be watching that much screen time? Would have gone, absolutely not. Screen time is the absolute devil. Um, I would never call anything forest school that wasn't a billion weeks long and mm-hmm. in trees that we grew. And how external forces can... I guess it's whether we're compromising or being made to compromise and whether that's okay or not it's a interesting thing isn't it because and um i think we're all flip-flopping between those two states of mind and you could say that with anything with like that's what i mean that's what with kids learning generally yeah so those of us who weren't homeschooling before and now suddenly are in inverted commas i was just saying to my partner yesterday it's like um on the one hand you could say oh you know this is an unprecedented global health (laughs) like pandemic this is not homeschooling therefore we don't need to be giving our hard, ourselves a hard time about like making the kids learn anything this is just completely un, um, unstructured uncharted unstructured. everyone's up in the air this is mental um so don't worry about it and on the other hand you could say exactly the same and go this is an unprecedented global situation and we have no idea how long it's going to last for. So therefore, and it might last forever, who knows? So therefore we should be really, really thinking carefully about how we're structuring our kids' time, what our plan is for their education. And do you know what I mean? You can flip-flop between those two states of mind on a sixpence. Um, and the same could be said for, you know, providing for a school style activities over the internet. You could go, no, we need to stay true to the ethos of forest school because 
when we come up the other side, we need to preserve it. I went, is, is there for a reason? And we really believe in this ethos. Or you might go, well, yeah, that is true. But this is an unprecedented situation. And so mm-hmm. everything's a little bit different now. And you've just got to basically make the best of, of what you can. And if people like it, they like it. That's all good. And then we'll deal with it on the other side, you know, when we get there. Because mm-hmm. we might not get there for ages. So what do you expect, you know, not to provide any kind of naturey videos for families you know for the next however many months like we're missing this lovely spring blah blah and 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 so. it comes it does i mean we've we've touched on it a few times but i do think a lot of our um for a lot of us who work in education and in childcare, we probably whether we admit it or not have a certain amount of our egos wrapped up in the idea that we have skills or knowledge to pass on and that we are used to being oh how do I put this down I'm going to just talk you know we're we're used to having our egos massaged a bit whether that is uh, you know how okay I can't say this in in a way that's not going to make me sound like Captain Big Ed but like at least once a week when we're running sessions we probably have a parent come up and go and tell us that something was really amazing or that a kid loved something or you have a a child who genuinely shows you like unadulterated joy at something you have introduced them to or something that you have shared with them and so having that feedback taken away from you can is probably something that a lot of people are unconsciously dealing with you know we're oh definitely massively I mean I don't know if um like this happened in the chat before you started kind of before recording but I was saying that wasn't I about you know looking after one's own kids if you've got uh young kids at home you just don't get any of that shit (laughs) just like even if like even if you give them a great springboard which launches into some incredible play like they don't give you there's no other parents there to go oh look at that that you did that's really look at what you did well done clap 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 clap. yeah and the kid and your own kids don't tend to go I love that Gemma thank you for playing that with me which some of our kids honestly do don't they oh yeah they talk like little miniature grown-ups and go thanks I really appreciated that oh I'm really learning or they give like little commentaries on what they're doing Mm -hmm. they'll go like oh at first I was really scared to do that but when I listen to you say that thing when I watch you do that thing or you were right beside me and now I feel okay you know they'll give you that kind of feedback spontaneously and your own kids don't do that they're just like (laughs) what's for dinner (laughs) (laughs) and you really have to like i have been finding definitely that is um uh a thing that is missing like i i'm the same as you i completely thrive on those things unless i'm getting that feedback especially if you're by yourself because your other half is shut in a room working from home you're just like there with the voice in your head going you're a dick what are you doing this is awful terrible 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 it's very very negative and also it just seems very samey and you don't really you're riding the kind of highs and lows of the day and the vibe and the energy in a very similar way to the way you would at forest school. Like I'm definitely doing the same thing, you know, it's child led. I'm not mm-hmm. sitting down with worksheets with my kids. I'm just not doing that. Um, so, uh, which is exhausting and draining as we said before. And then um, you get to the end of the day and it's very, very easy to not see the highs by the end of the day. You're just like, mm-hmm. Oh, what happened today? Like basically nothing. Um, so I have heard people uh, saying that journaling is really helping 
and just writing and re- reflecting back and not just in terms of like oh stuff did happen but also in terms of like what you made happen in that same forest school practitioner way so you have to be your own feedback patter on the backer type person and go oh yeah you springboarded them into that thing or you really diffused that like difficult situation or you really let them speak about how they were feeling at that point um and you could have not done that and to kind of flip it on its head and go okay well if you had behaved differently or if you hadn't been there what would it have been like probably crapper so even if you're kind of giving yourself a hard time about it being boring or nothing really happening if you give yourself space to reflect like we would with our groups in the woods, Mm. but it's just you, you know, so whether you can just do that in your own head or talking out loud or while you're on a walk by yourself or writing in a diary as I've tried to do. um, I think that has, that has really helped or talking about it to somebody else if they'll listen. Um, Yeah. Have you, have you found anything that you have found helps when you're feeling low? Have you found a kind of, (laughs) <laughs> um, <laughs> just holding a can of red bull up to the uh <laughs> <laughs> that, okay, no. No, that's your yeah well i i, I was drinking negronis last night and usually alcohol is not the answer like almost always alcohol is not the answer but um but last night it was actually pretty good i just had one and i had lots of water and uh woke up feeling better so that's good but no um um i am finding for me that uh one of the things that's really beneficial for me is uh being honest enough with my with my wife that I can say I'm gonna go and take half an hour I'm gonna go and take an hour and normally what I'll do in that time is exercise and again and again for for me I'm I think possibly in terms of like biochemical level i'm i'm used to beating the crap out of my body and getting all of those like gym endorphins and i've been running and my body aches and i can feel every muscle and if i don't get that for a bit then i then i i feel very wrong Uh, and also it helps me feel okay about the fact that probably my other vice now now that the restrictions have been limited is snacking and food and absolutely plowing it in and so my my balancing act is like okay I I normally can eat what I want as we've said on this podcast you know you can eat whatever the fuck you want when you work in forest school because you are burning everything off Mm. um but now being like okay you're not you're not doing that so at least try and maintain a bit of that yeah um and I think that and also uh, so I personally I I've been very lucky because uh at the moment I am still very new to being a director of the FSA and so um I have had some projects there that have kept me busy and in and in, in that exact way of like I'm not doing any work for my own company but I can tick all those mental boxes doing a job over there um and also I am the I think I think I don't want to offend anybody I'm pretty sure I'm the youngest director by some way and so I've had quite a few phone calls with people who it's been reassuring to talk to it's almost like talking to older generations and going 
is it going to be okay? And they're all, you know, they go, oh, I, I set the FSA up or actually I invented forests. And, and <laughs> like, so people who have more experience than I do have been very reassuring and have, um, you know, helped pick me up. And I'm trying, I'm trying as well to, to keep in contact with people that I might not have kept in contact with before old uni friends or, um, yeah. You know, stuff like that, that you actually go, oh, I probably should talk to those dickheads a bit. And then you do and you go, oh, dickheads. So. <laughs> and they're all listening today. So hi, yeah. dickheads. <laughs> I mean, you can, I mean, there's some joy to be had, isn't there? Find the joy in it. Find find the joy of an elderly person trying to join your Zoom meeting. Is Can your granny do Zoom? Can you, can you get, you know, or... Having a FaceTime conversation with your your parents' foreheads because that's all they can manage on the screen, and you know, yeah. you just got to laugh at that silly little stuff, haven't you? Yeah. I think um, I've lost all concept of days. Somebody said yeah. to me the other day, "Do you want to do that on Monday?" And I asked them how many sleeps it was mm-hmm. because that's how I'm judging things now. Yeah. I definitely think exercise is important and what you're saying about um trying to carve out time where you're alone is so important and um I kind of feel guilty asking for it and then when I do it I'm like oh yeah that was definitely worth it even if I piss somebody off by going I'm not going to be here now I'm going to leave for a bit and they're like, everyone's like ah! um you'll be a better human being well it's always have, worth it there was a I can I can reassure everybody now so that because uh I mean the start of this anecdote is very grim but it get better so there's been a rise in domestic abuse um yeah numbers and all this stuff so the police have issued a statement saying that if you have a row with your partner going for a drive to cool down is a perfectly legitimate reason to go for a drive you you will not be stopped and so if anybody's yeah. feeling stressed yeah just go for a drive it's perfectly yeah. all right just walk out yeah. just 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 walk out just walk out just walk out. i am um, i went for a little I'm, I'm rubbish at running i used to be all right now i'm rubbish but um i went for a little run a couple of nights ago and it was about eight o'clock i think or quarter to eight and um just went up on up the hill behind my house and it happened to be the time when all the ravens were going to bed which Ooh. I've never been out at that time. And so they were all saying goodnight to each other. And I had no idea that's kind of where they hung out at nighttime. But I found their secret place. And um, so they had to just like stop and just listen because they were just making that raven cronking mad sound. Um, but oh. maybe, like, hundreds of them, hundreds of them all at once. And we've got one raven local to us, which has clearly heard a telephone quite a lot. And so it's call goes, it's like it's like a phone call. It does it like an impression of a phone call. It took us ages to work out what it was. Um, it's definitely not a pheasant, and it was in amongst all those. Like, crong, crong, crong. <laughs> <laughs> going on, and I was just like, "Wow, this is so cool!" So, so what is your plan now? For I presume you now need to get your own back because the ravens have been destroying your house in some way. Yeah, now that you crows. know where their house is. No, it's the crows that are destroying my house. I don't know where the crows live. I think the crows live... Crows are just there. ravens lackeys. Crow, ra- I reckon ravens are the masterminds and crows are just like, yeah, boss, whatever. We'll, we'll yeah. go get that house. 
my latest thing because they are um they're still like smashing against the windows in the morning but they are also eating all of the window seals so i have tried to smear some washing up liquid on the window seals to make it taste disgusting i was gonna do bleach first of all and i was like no i don't actually want to kill them i don't want to make them sick i just want to make it like not taste nice um i'm sure there's something else that you can coat the rubbery bits of your windows with but i've gone for I've gone for fairy liquid. So next time it really rains, I'm going to have like lovely, lathery, bubbly windows. But yeah, that's my latest. Uh... Oh, and also I've ordered a, because um, apparently like hanging dead crows from the windows, like if I've spoke to a pest control guy, yeah, I don't, yeah. I'm not going to shoot the crows, but he was like, oh no, I don't do that. Like my mate does it, but I wouldn't ever do it because they're so intelligent and they make for life and all the rest of it. Um, but if you're going to do it, you have to kill a couple and then hang them from your house as a warning to the other crows to stop them doing it i was like no 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 and then i researched um like fake ones so dead fake fake crows and apparently it does work um and you can get them like on the internet but mostly in america i don't know why um so i have ordered like a halloween prop fake crow thing i think it's a fake raven um to hang from the windows and then i realized that it's like coming from china a i shouldn't have bought it because it's not an essential item and i'm putting like the postal service at risk delivering this freaking fake halloween raven to my house um and uh secondly it's not going to come till like september or something because it's coming from china and it's coming from china so, so thirdly <laughs> well can i add another one to your list then because yes. <laughs> because you are creating some incredible i mean okay 10 out of 10 for not killing a crow. 0 out of 10 for definitely causing emotional abuse, right? What? You are <laughs> You are definitely going, here's some trauma memories for you guys. But Just even though it's not real, you're making gonna th- It's not even going to work. They're going to look at it and go, uh, I don't know what she thinks she's doing, but she's got a Halloween weird thing. Like, no. But they are they're causing me emotional abuse right now. They are you got to fit your own gas mask. Exactly. Okay, right. I'm going to go and cook some pizzas now. Delicious. I, was, I will uh, chat to you at some point soon. Yeah. Cool. All right, mate. Bye. Bye. like this podcast and want to support more episodes you can donate through patreon visit patreon.com forward slash children of the forest to show your support for the forest school podcast